0: Climate and Sustainability with Kevin James. And good evening to you, uh, Kevin James. Welcome, welcome. Now, last week's State of the Nation address was memorable for all the wrong reasons. Now, do you think the president gave us uh, an accurate account of the uh, current state of our nation when it comes to uh, critical sustainability issues such as energy and water supply? Well, yes, good evening, uh, good afternoon, Ernest, uh, good day to you and the listeners. So, yeah, without delving too much into the horrific and, uh, to be honest, quite sad events of last Thursday evening, the thing I really want to focus on is really the definition of good leadership, Ernest, so that we can understand really how big the gap is between that definition and what we witnessed last week. My idea of a dynamic leader is really one, and certainly the kind we need right now, is certainly one that is accountable, fair transparent, responsible, and honest, and who put their own self-interest below that of the people they serve. Well, the ANCD sub-last, we clearly displayed none of these attributes. In fact, they displayed the opposite. My expectation of a State of the Nation address would be to be told the truth about the State of our Nation. Instead, once the police had forced the EFF out of the building and the DA had left the building, we, really, we witnessed an ANC applauding what little they had achieved while economic, social and environmental crises continued to play out all around us. On the energy crisis, the truth would have been refreshing. Government has failed to maintain the country's infrastructure, which has resulted in demand for electricity outstripping supply, causing relentless rolling blackouts across the country. Because of this, next year, government is basically donating 23 billion rand of the citizens' hard-earned tax money mm-hmm. to stabilize ESCOM's finances to try and keep things from falling apart. Government has really been left no choice, as no one else will give ESCOM a cent because it has become a bloated and inept organization, which has proven that it can neither build nor maintain power stations. So the money doesn't seem to be the only problem, though. Government has also needs to import skills from other countries, probably Cuba, Russia, China, India, because the original ESCOM managers and engineers who knew what they were doing were sent into early retirement to make way for unskilled, politically connected cadres and their families. So furthermore government has also finally conceded that it is forced to open up their precious ESCOM monopoly by engaging independent power producers, which is a little bit overdue but welcome and refreshing, to build and operate both renewable and coal-fired power stations as the renewable energy independent power producer program has been a huge success because of the independent power producers, while ESCOM has really tried and failed with Madupi power station which is nearly six years late and almost double the original budget and not looking like being complete anytime soon. So regarding new energy generation- Generation, the president reconfirmed the commitment towards the three mega coal-fired power stations exploring and fracking gas in the Karoo, drilling every square inch of our oceans for oil and gas and of course his pet one trillion rand secret nucle- nuclear deal but what would have been nice to hear is that the government in- is now going to embrace the green economy 100 percent and exploit the significant free and abundant and clean energy resources such as wind sun and biomass available to us in this country and see a massive opportunity uh, created for employment and the wealth and energy for everyone in the country and not just a few multinational corporations. Furthermore, government will purchase solar energy, hopefully, from everybody in the country who's prepared to install solar panels on their roofs and of their houses or factories and offices and shopping centers, just like they've done very successfully in Germany. When it comes to water issues in South Africa, President Zuma focused on our leaking infrastructure, and he focused on the fact that it's costing our country 7 billion rand in revenue each year. I personally would have preferred to understand what that means in terms of liters of water rather than lost revenue. This is a small thing that demonstrates that our leader is more concerned about money than he is about water supply. I'm also not convinced that 15,000 plumbers trained to fix leaking taps will sort out what I see as our next major crisis in this country. South Africa is the 50th, driest country on the planet, yet half of our water goes literally down the drain each year. Ernest, I would rather have our leaders say that instead of using the 1 trillion rand for nuclear and reducing environmental and water compliance permitting times for mines, government will rather spend that 1 trillion rand on fixing our entire aiding water infrastructure so that our future population will have water security. Then finally, taking a look at the farming land claims and distribution, the President sent a clear message that foreign ownership of South African land is a thing of the past and ownership of land by white farmers will have- a ceiling. And Ernest, I just hope that we have learned and will continue to learn some lessons from up north and that land transfer comes with a necessary transfer of skills like they should have done at ESCOM. Otherwise, we really do risk demoting ourselves from being an African breadbasket to becoming just another African basket case. Ernest, in a nutshell, we don't have an energy crisis. We don't have a water crisis. We don't have an employment crisis. We have a leadership crisis in this country, and it's threatening the fabric and sustainability of the entire country. All right, Kevin James, as always, thank you so much for your insights. We'll we'll chat again next uh, Wednesday.